Thank you for listening to TMA's Practice Well podcast. TMA, helping you improve the health of all Texans. TMA has a long, proud history of promoting patient rights, advocating for physicians, and providing real solutions for your practice. We can accomplish so much when we unite in one voice. Call the TMA Knowledge Center at 1-800-880-7955 or visit TexMed.org to find out how you can join or renew your membership today. Hi, I'm Cheryl Kroviak. I manage the Texas Medical Association Education Center and produce the TMA Practice Well podcast. Today, I bring you a taste of TexMed, TMA's annual conference. TexMed offers free CME programs to members and their staff, and I'm happy to share with you a snippet from one of the popular talks this year from Dr. Nanda on wellness tips to enjoy practice again. Please enjoy this taste of TexMed. So burnout, a lot of the studies, I wanted to put this in because a lot of the studies go, go to these uh, causes of burnout or, or these types of burnout. One is exhaustion, so emotional and physical, so either one. Depersonalization, sense of personal identity, reality is lost, sarcasm, cynicism. Um, it's almost like seeing a patient as a number, not as a patient. We've all gone through that. Um, and then lack of efficacy or uh, personal accomplishment. Uh, really, you know, we see patients throughout the day, but we're like, we didn't really do much today, right? There's just a lack of accomplishment. So that, that's an issue. Uh, so these are kind of the three kind of tenets of burnout that a lot of studies look at uh, in the literature, which, which we'll talk about here in a second. So causes of burnout, some practical issues uh, in the office setting. I, I talked about this a little bit before, mentioned a clerical burden, right? We're all under charts, paperwork issues there. Increased work productivity requirements and expectations, reimbursement issues, billing insurance, is a, it's a big issue. Uh, me, myself, I'm in solo practice, so I don't really deal with this a lot because uh, I don't have any, any boss or anything overseeing me. So that's, that's something that, that I like being in solo practice, but a lot of us who aren't have to deal with a lot of this. But again, solo practice, maybe I get a little more of the clerical burden and have to do with a lot more reimbursement issues potentially. So we all have different, um, uh, different experiences with this. Again, stresses from management and supervision. There's stress of practicing medicine, medical education. You know, we have to be board certified or, you know, uh, uh, recertified, maintenance and certification, things like that. That kind of creeps up on you. So that's an extra kind of things in our task uh, that we have to do. Um, interestingly, so us physicians, I think overall, I mean, physicians, we get along, we've gone through the same things, right? No matter our training, residency, fellowships, uh, we deal with the same uh, stress as a lot of us. But really, there are issues, per professional breakups, personality conflicts, financial conflicts, non-compete clauses. You know, we always hear horror stories about physicians being uh, um, really going through bad professional breakups, leaving a practice, getting fired from a practice, things like that. Um, and, and we hear about them, but we don't really talk about it as much. Um, I put down here ego. That's a big issue, uh, of course, um, with all of us. So what about physician factors? You know, a lot of us, when we applied to medical school, we had a lot of, um, you know, a lot of us put on our personal statements, right? Why don't you be a doctor? You know, we 
you know, we care about patience, sense of duty, things like that, um, compassionate. But a lot of these traits, what makes us good physicians, um, really causes some burnout potentially. You know, the service and sense of duty, it could be a, a, an issue of self-sacrifice. You want to be excellent. You want to do perfect care for our patients. We try to do it, but perfectionism, it can lead to burnout. Curative competence, you know, if a patient's not doing well, we feel personally responsible. And then compassion, you know, it can lead to emotional isolation. So just keep that in mind. You know, the things that, that make us good physicians and wanted, you know, geared us toward going into medicine, had the desire to go into medicine, can cause us uh, some burnout uh, issues. Uh, so personal resilience, you know, I would probably say resilience in terms of you want to respond to a stress in a healthy way to uh, achieve goals at a minimal and physical and psychological cost. So you want to kind of bounce back uh, from any kind of adversity. And there are ways to improve this on an individual level, institution level, and community as a whole. And I'll go over each of these here. Individual resilience, maintain adequate sleep, nutrition, and exercise. Uh, again, duh, right? But, but easier said than done. So, so that, that's an issue. Um, you can't be perfect at any of this. You know, I, you know for me, um, food is a big weakness of mine and, and, and sugary drinks, you know, with the, with the high fructose corn syrup and things like that. So, you know, instead of taking two sodas a day, maybe I've, I'm trying to cut down to one. So that's a win for me. So, so just kind of, you don't have to be perfect. Uh, if you don't exercise, you don't have to go immediately and run a marathon, just doing basic steps, okay? Um, finding a sanctuary outside of medicine, very, very important, I think, uh, whatever you wanna do. It doesn't have to be this most politically correct thing, you know, um, it could be whatever, whatever you wanna do. I like to watch television, watch sports. I'm not saving the world by doing that, but I don't care. You have to relax in the ways you want to. So, so that's the key. Um, addressing your spirituality, it, it can include religion. It doesn't have to be religion. It's just one outlook on life. So that's an important thing. You want to address your physical, emotional, or substance abuse issues, seeking professional counseling, mental health care action. That's an issue uh, with us physicians. We really, you know, we, we like to take care of others. We don't really do a good job of taking care of ourselves. There's issues in, um, you know, in uh, like hospital uh, privileges and things. There's that question, right? Do, do you have any, you know, substance abuse, healthcare? And, and it really gives us, um, doesn't give us an advantage or really uh, the problem with those type of questions. And, and they're, they're reviewing those or they're, they're abolishing those a little bit. Um, but unfortunately, you know, you don't want to be forthcoming about that. And it really doesn't, uh, it doesn't help, unfortunately. Uh, so, so you know, it's really a shame and, and, and issues that, that physicians have with seeking medical care, even mental health care. Uh, so just be aware of that. Authorities, legal action, there's, there's a big issue with that at times. Uh, domestic abuse, we talk about domestic abuse in our patients, but, you know, physicians are also victims of a domestic abuse. So, so definitely keep that in mind. A lot of our physician colleagues have, have issues with that, and we just don't talk about it as much. And again, take your vacations. That's uh, very, very important, I think, um, to, uh, to, to help out. Um, a lot of us kind of work through vacation. We, you know, take our work with us on vacation, emails, things like that, but you really want to shut it down if you can, um, as best you can. Doesn't have to be away. You can just have two days off, you know, a weekend off, things like that. So, 
So in the office practice setting, so this is kind of a thing that I think is, is an important, uh, important one. You know, you want to acknowledge even the small wins, routine medical cases or treatments. You know, being an, an allergist, immunologist, you know, I, I treat a lot of asthma and, and there's a big focus on like biologic therapy, severe asthma, you know, the, the worst case, all these conferences we go to very specialized, you know, the worst case of asthma, what do you do with, with two or three biologics, this and that. But you know, what, what really helps me get through the day is, is these small wins. I, we see a lot of, I see a lot of patients who are on, uh, you know, they, they have these diagnoses of quote, quote, chronic cough, bronchitis, um, and it's really asthma and no one's thought to, they've all been on the azithromycin and, and uh, you know, uh, other antibiotics, but no one thought of putting them on an inhaled steroid and I put them on an inhaled steroid and changed their life. That's all they need. Um, so I, that's, that's an important thing. We make a difference in our patients' lives. You know, we're not, you know, that's not going to be, you know, a case presented at a national conference or a late breaking abstract or anything like that, but really it helps our patients. So keep that in mind. Don't agonize over your small losses. You're not going to, uh, not every patient's going to like you. Not every patient's going to be satisfied with your treatment. So just be aware of that, no matter how good you think you are. Um, again, uncertain diagnosis, need for referrals. Kind of one thing is check your ego at the door. And that's one thing in medical school, when my professors told me, you know, you want to help the patient, but if you don't know what's going on, uh, if you're not sure, I see a lot of dermatitis cases. I have no idea many times, more than I'd like to admit, but I have no idea what, what the issue is. So I usually, I use my dermatology colleagues to help out with that. If I need a biopsy, I use my dermatology colleagues. You know, seeing a lot of allergic rhinitis, non-allergic rhinitis, I utilize my otolaryngology colleagues. So, so definitely um, if it's asthma or if it's some other pulmonary condition that I'm not sure it's asthma, other things I use, my, utilize my pulmonary colleagues. I even utilize my uh, allergy immunology colleagues to help out. So definitely you want to focus on helping the patient, try and reduce your ego if you can. So focus on what you enjoy about the clinical practice. You know, when we talked about applying to medical school, right, many years ago, when we, uh, when we applied to medical school, I don't think anyone said, I want to be a physician because I want to do prior authorizations and I want to fight with insurance companies and I want to do paperwork, right? I don't think anyone said that in their essays. If you did, you are the happiest person, right? So, uh, but really focus on what you enjoy. I hate that part of it, the bureaucracy, but I enjoy, you know, talking to my patients, the human aspect, um, you know, looking at photos of their dogs, things like that. So I kind of like that part of uh, medicine. Maintaining a sense of humor, very important. Uh, one thing you can do is keep a humor file for yourself, humor online, patient humor, humor with staff. The one thing, though, as we all saw from the Oscar ceremony, right, um, I don't want anyone to come up here and slap me or anything like that, but, you know, you have to keep it appropriate, right? And, and it's so difficult, you know, the, in these eight, you know, days and times, this age, I guess, you know, it, it's almost like a dichotomy. On one hand, anything goes. On the other hand, we're kind of super politically correct. So, so just kind of think about it, you know, if you're, you know, and there's also, you don't know who's offended, who's not. You, you pretty much just have to keep in, keep in mind that um, you want to keep it appropriate. Um, if you have to think, will this person be offended by this? Don't say the joke, you know, just have your own sense of humor. You can do stuff online uh, or look at jokes online and things, just, just different uh, humorous things during the day. One thing I say to patients, um, 
you know, if you get better, I'm taking credit for it. If you're not getting better, then we're blaming the other doctors for it. That seems to go well. Uh, sometimes patients come in, usually my male patients come in and say, I hate seeing a doctor. And, you know, my wife told me to come and, and, and I open it up saying, you know, um, I don't like seeing doctors either. So, you know, they, they get this little smile. So whatever you need to do to kind of de-stress is, is very important. Would you like to hear more of Dr. Nanda's presentation? To get the complete program and earn CME credit, click the link in the episode's description or go to www.texmed.org forward slash education. Remember to like and follow the TMA Practice Well podcast so you get every episode. Until next time, stay well.